this is a really interesting topic. It's one of learners' main goals, actually. When they come to me for classes, for example, they want to study English, they want to improve their English, most of the time, they are focusing on doing that for work. They want to get a better position, they want to get a better job, they want to work for a company overseas. But when it comes to improving your English for work, I find that most people focus on developing the wrong skills. While it's important to develop vocabulary, communication skills, your English in general, I think there is one capacity, let's say, that often gets ignored by learners. Oh yeah, citizens of the world, this is Thiago from Real Life English, where our mission is to guide you beyond the classroom to speak confident, natural English, connect to the world, and actually use your English as the doorway to your greatest life. I am joining the Global Studio today by our Ukrainian fluency coach, Ksenia. Hello, Thiago. Hi, guys. Hi. How's it going? It's good to talk to you again here on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing fine. Awesome. Today we're going to be talking all about improving your English for work purposes. So when it comes to English for work, I find that more important than working on your language skills, you know, learning vocab and stuff, is confidence. Working on your confidence. It's not so much about learning new words or changing your accent even, all right? Because the truth is, if you are already at an intermediate level, you'll likely have enough vocabulary already to start effectively using your English at work. You can already understand pretty much many things. You can communicate with a reasonable degree of fluency. So what you probably is lacking, or what you probably are lacking, excuse me, is more confidence when you express your thoughts in English in the workplace. So it begs the question, how to develop more confidence when you speak English at work, maybe in a meeting or a job interview. My first recommendation would be start from where you are. What does that mean? Be comfortable with the level of English you already have and use that level of English you already have as confidently as possible. I was watching an old video from Will Smith and uh, he said something interesting. He, he talked about success as building a wall. He made that analogy, you know? So if you want to build a wall, you don't have the goal of building the wall. You start brick by brick. And then he says, okay, today I'm going to lay this brick as perfectly as a brick can be laid. And then tomorrow I lay another brick as perfectly as I can. And then you do that on and on. And if you do that for enough time, pretty soon you will have a wall. Same principle here. So you start with the maybe little English you have, but work with it with as much confidence as you can. It reminds me of my first job at, a, at the drugstore. Um, at that time, I didn't speak English so well. I, I knew some phrases, some words. And then every time a new customer would walk in, I would kind of, you know, approach the person and go, hello, sir, can I help you? Or good morning, can I do anything for you? But I would own those sentences, you know, those questions. I would go as confidently as I could up to the customer and go, hey, can I help you today? Yeah, is there anything I can do for you? And then I started building up my confidence there, little by little with simple phrases. But uh, the idea is, Focusing on a few key sentences, a few key words that you need for the type of work you want to do, 
and own those. Yeah, communicate those with as much confidence as possible. What would you say about also um, the idea of choosing topics that you are more comfortable with and practicing them? What would you say about that, Xenia? Yeah, that's a great point to start with. Even if you are preparing for an interview, why not first talking to yourself uh, right on the topic you enjoy talking about? Because most probably there will come a point in the interview where, where you will be asked not only about your professional skills, uh, right? Mm. But also uh, many times uh, it happens nowadays uh, that a hiring person is interested in you as an individual. And mm. that's a perfect chance to use this as an opportunity to open up, to speak up and talk on a safe topic. If you are given mm -hmm. this chance, why not taking it? So, for example, uh, you do have some hobby. Prepare beforehand what uh, this hobby is about, why you are interested in it, and um, how you dedicate your time, how you find time for that, how you balance it with your work. So always remember, especially preparing for the interview to, you know, uh, bringing those lines um, to your strong uh, sides, right? So use talking about your hobby as your strength. And it mm -hmm. will greatly help you feel confident in that because people Uh, when they know what they're talking about, they most probably feel confident, right? So that's that's a great uh, thing mm -hmm. to start with. And if you are, yeah. a, let's say, not a beginner uh, English learner, but still you feel like lack of confidence uh, in your vocabulary range, don't worry. It's just what you, Thiago, mentioned before. It's just like own it. Uh, and it makes such a great difference Uh, even with uh, simple words, you can express yourself confidently and it will show that you will show that you are present to the moment, you know what you're talking about. Yes, you lack some English vocabulary, but you will leave a good impression. Yeah, that's incredible. And you can practice that on your own, of course, but you can also quickly find people to practice with. A great tool for that, by the way, guys, you guys out there, is the Real Life app, okay? Quickly, you can download the app and already connect with another learner for a four to eight minute conversation, and you can start practicing, talking about these topics here that we are discussing today, all right? So here's the tip, download the app and give it a try. Um, how else um, could a person practice, Xenia? So on your own, with our app, any other tips you have? It's such a great time we're living in with all this modern technology, sitting at your home, clicking a button and be connected to the world. But what we sometimes lack is this simple human connection. Sometimes it you like, you like really want to hug a real person, right? So <laughs> that's where uh, your friends uh, come into play, right? So among mm -hmm. your friends, choose a person who is willing to practice English with you, whose level is higher or maybe uh, they are on a similar level with you. And uh, I would really recommend you schedule. That's very, uh, you know, a, a pain point of mine. Uh, I have 
two friends. We are three girlfriends. And the most challenging part for us is just like really find time to meet. So schedule mm-hmm. that and it will become a habit. So you will, let's say, once a week be meeting at this cafe with your friend and practicing English, right? And that's when you do it with a person you know, you will feel confident, right? Uh, okay, another thing. What if you don't have friends speaking English or if your friends are not so confident or sometimes I know it myself, uh, sometimes I myself felt awkward to talk in English to a person I know and surprisingly, it was so much easier to talk to a stranger in English. So in this case, you can Google in your city Do you have any organizations or clubs or most often it's uh, at the universities or yeah, somewhere in the students' communities? Do you have a speaking club, an English speaking club? And do join. What if you are living in a small city? Don't worry. Be proactive. You know, if you need it, organize it yourself. I'm sure in your city there are people who are waiting for you to organize it. Just like Pick a book to discuss. Watch a movie together and discuss it with your friends, new friends already, right? So, and don't be afraid to um, show the initiative, to be the first one to do that in your small city, your small town. Mm -hmm. We do have more tips to give you guys today about this, but I think now is a perfect moment for us to give a shout out to one of our app users. Let's do it. Okay, and our shout out... Today goes to Mark, who left us this comment. Great app! It gives me the opportunity to not only polish my speaking skills, but also to learn from other cultures around the world. Awesome, Mark. Thank you so much for the wonderful testimonial. And dear listeners out there, if you haven't tried the Real Life English app yet, we highly recommend you do that. Why? First of all, you can listen to our podcast, but with an interactive transcript. That's right. We give you a free interactive transcript for the episode of the week, which means you can actually listen to us and read and follow along every single word we are using here today. We also give you some vocabulary flashcards to help you memorize some of the words and expressions we define quicker. And like we've already touched on today, you can connect with another English speaker anywhere in the world for a four to eight minute conversation to practice your speaking skills. The app is free to download and try. I'm going to leave the link to the app here in the description of this video if you are on YouTube, also in the show notes if you are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And you can also go to Google Play Store, Apple App Store, search for Real Life English and download the app from there. Give it a try. I'm sure you will love it. All right. All right, Xenia. So back to our topic here. A lot of that has to do with doubting yourself. So don't doubt yourself. Don't second guess yourself. And if you are someone like that, if you are someone who lacks confidence or who is always questioning yourself or second-guessing yourself, do a little bit of self-analysis. Ask, you, ask some questions to yourself in order to try to identify why uh, you feel that way. Could you give us some examples of questions here, Xena, that maybe a person could ask in order to do this self-analysis and improve their confidence? Yeah, sure. Like, first of all, you should uh, try to, uh, you know, spot that reason why you feel unconfident, right? Because it doesn't arise from, uh, you know, 
just by itself, your unconfidence, your feeling insecure, it has some ground. So whether you are afraid of making a mistake and uh, look silly, or maybe, as you mentioned before, you really feel like you lack vocabulary in English and you just like uh, feel insecure in this way that you won't have enough words to express your thoughts. Um, so just like, and it's very individual, just try to, it comes back to this eternal thigh yourself, right? It helps you in so many ways and in confidence and in learning language and getting a better job. So just like try to dig deep, really, you know, know yourself. And here's even like, I remember it now, there is this funny meme, you know, when we uh, start learning English, we learn so many uh, topics like going to the grocery, going to the theater, like uh, how my working uh, day looks like or what is my hobby. So, so, so there are like, you know, tons of topics. So there is this meme that um, I've never known so much about myself until I enrolled in an English course. <laughs> because <laughs> while learning that, while asking yourself, okay, what is my hobby? What do I like to do in my spare time you, you learn more about yourself and it helps a lot to gain confidence here it's also like you know you want to if you are quite confident right, self-confident uh you don't want to go overconfident uh but to bring it as a mask like be yourself it's one of the other maybe further tips chago would want to share but like mm -hmm. uh be who you are, embrace yourself, like uh, first step, yeah, remember, just learn about yourself and then embrace it, own it, own your identity, find the strong sides, find your strengths. And if you spot some weaknesses, work on them, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And um, I don't think we have time in this podcast to uh, touch on the body language, but it's such a powerful tool indeed in raising self-esteem, self-confidence. So I think we will just um, leave in the show notes the link to Amy Cuddy's TED Talk about the body language and it, how, how it shapes our minds. It, it's really a gem, so you got to watch it before your next interview. A lot of what you're saying there has to do with self-awareness, right? Like learning about yourself more. And that's actually a great tip. I mean, the more you learn about yourself, the more self-aware you are, the better also you tend to do a job interviews. Because, you know, typical questions we are asked in job interviews are, what is one strength and one weakness that you have? True. If you have already done that previous work of reflecting on these things and learning more about yourself, it's going to be easy for you to share an answer to that question or another question where do you see yourself five years from now or in five years yeah so you don't want to be caught by surprise <laughs> all these questions involve learning more about yourself so i love the self-awareness um, that you are uh, bringing up here and about body language we do have a lesson that we have done about that here on the channel extend i'm going to link it here in the description of the video and also in the show notes so you guys can check it out i think ethan did that lesson it was a really cool lesson so you do want to check out that lesson on body language. Um, guys, remember one thing here. In most situations at work, look, you don't need to worry about speaking absolutely perfect English or making zero mistakes. What you need to do, though, is you need to show proactivity, 
You need to show an openness to learn things, interest in the company, interest in your coworkers, interest in getting the job done. And of course, you have to focus on connecting with other people, with your coworkers or clients or managers. These things are much more important than maybe how perfect your English is. Another tip, remember to get out of your head, be present like Senna has already said, so you can be cool and natural in a meeting at work or in a job interview. Don't overthinking. You know, I was talking to one of my um, uh, co-workers here at Real Life English the other day, and he shared this really cool uh, analogy about driving. Yeah? Uh, it, do you remember when you were learning to drive and you were trying to prepare to get your license? At the end of your driving lessons, you usually have a test to take, a practical test, and then that decides if you're going to get the license or not. But look, that exam doesn't really test your skills, your driving skills, because you have already been taking lessons and you've proven that you can drive a car. Most of the time, what those exams test is actually your nerves, your confidence while you're driving. Can you keep your cool? Can you keep your uh, composure? You know, it's more about that than the actual mechanics of driving. Similar case here, in a work situation, in a job interview, uh, you want to project that confidence, that coolness, much more than, you know, uh, just worrying about the language level that you have. It's like funny to think of this stress test. I think it's not only about driving <laughs> exams, right? Um, it's, it can be related to many situations. Um, even I think kids, when they start school, they have this appointment with a psychologist to check that, like, you know, and give some suggestions to what to work on uh, for parents, right, with their kids. Mm -hmm. mm. It, it, it also, it's like a huge a separate topic of stress and controlling your emotions, what you want to do uh, at the interview. But, um, What I was also thinking about is um, you are preparing to answer the questions, right? So you're working on this part in your preparation. But uh, what I know is highly valued right now is um, also be able to ask questions, right? Not only answer, but ask uh, during the meetings or at the job interview, ask a question and think of what questions you can ask. That's another great way to boost your confidence because now you will kind of uh, play the role like you turn the tables, right? And you will uh, be the one to, to ask. And remember, uh, I think it was the last week, Thiago, right? We recorded a podcast about open-ended questions. Yeah, those mm -hmm. that are not answered with yes or no. So try to elaborate and it will boost your chances as well to get mm -hmm. a better job or to get mm -hmm. that position you're applying to. Another typical question we hear a lot in job interviews is that usually towards the end of the interview, the interviewer is going to ask you, do you have any questions for me? Mm -hmm. Do have, do ask one or two questions about the position, about the company, show some interest, right? Do your homework. That's really important. Uh, one final comment I want to make here about job interviews, actually, is walk in with a mindset of, I know of my value, I know of my skills, and I believe that I can bring tons of value to this company with my skills, with my experience. If you walk in with that mindset, 
Even if you make mistakes when you speak English during the interview, you will project that confidence. It's that idea of, hey, I can do the job and I can help take your company to the next level. I believe I can do that. And even if you don't have much work experience yet, maybe you are younger, show that you are willing to learn and you are willing to do whatever it takes to learn the craft, learn the job, and bring energy and enthusiasm in executing it. This is much more important, actually. You see, this mindset that you develop within yourself than maybe how many phrasal verbs you know. Yeah? I mean, at the end of the day, that's, what is, that's what's going to get you the job, your confidence, your openness, yeah, to, you know, add value to the company, yeah? And not necessarily how many phrasal verbs you know, like I said. Uh, Xenia, before we conclude today's episode, could you give us some quick, brief tips here to conclude? Yeah, sure. So, guys, remember that one of the most important things uh, related to learning English is to live your English. So, try to make it a daily part of your life. Make a habit of listening to a podcast or watching one of our videos every day. You don't have time for that. Fine. Can you find some 10 minutes? Like 10 minutes a day. Remember, like when you set those goals, again, coming back to the confidence, it's important to make baby steps. But every day, like step by step, you will get there. So 10 minutes a day, just woke up, listen to Tiago, <laughs> go into bed, just watch a video. Maybe uh, watch uh, a video not about learning English, but watch a video about something you enjoy about one of your hobbies, but it should be in English, okay? That way you will also expand your vocabulary. Another thing uh, I would recommend is always stay curious, keep learning. Uh, and as Tiago mentioned before, there is always something in you that is valuable to others. So appreciate that, build on that, expand on that, do it in English. Amazing. I love that. You know, it's like embrace your uniqueness, right? Own it. Yeah, I love that. Guys, now is the perfect time for a big challenge here. So let me introduce you to the big challenge of the week. The big challenge is what's one simple habit you can start developing today that will greatly increase your confidence in speaking English. Remember, confidence goes a long way, especially when talking about work, doing business with people, okay? So what is one simple habit you can start developing today to speak with more confidence? Leave us a comment here on YouTube with your answer. You can also send us an email at hello at reallifeglobal.com. If you prefer, you can also send us a voice message of yourself with your comment. And don't forget to make a short 30 seconds or less. You can send your voice message at speakpipe.com slash reallifeenglish. That is speakpipe, P-I-P-E dot com slash real life English. Don't forget, real life has double L, okay? And send us your message. We are looking forward to listening or reading your responses, okay? And finally, to conclude, Xenia, we have here a couple of audio messages from some viewers. Um, I think it was that episode where you, myself, and Ethan were discussing connected speech. Mm -hmm. And we taught some of the main connected speech patterns that native English has. And then at the end of that episode, we asked you guys out there to send us a voice message, reading some of the sentences from that lesson out loud and reproducing the connected speech 
in them. We have here two audio messages, one from you and the other from Raphael. Let's uh, listen to the messages. Let's see what they have. Yesterday, when I went out to the store, I ran into an old friend. She asked me, how did you practice to improve your English? I answered, I practice with real life app. I listen to his podcast every day. Awesome. I think that that was from you. Uh, good job, especially on the first part there. You said, I went out, right? I went out to the store. That was very nice connected speech there. I went out to the store. Let's check Raphael now. My internet is very useful to me to speak English with another person around the world, you know? So if we are all international people of the world. Amazing, Raphael. Did I hear internet? Good job. Yeah, that was another pattern we taught. Yeah, it's not internet many times, but internet. Awesome. Uh, Xenia, before we wrap up today, do you have any final words about this topic today, about confidence at the workplace? Go and watch Amy Cuddy do the <laughs> power <laughs> pose. <laughs> Remember, you are unique and your confidence should grow out of it, out of your uniqueness. Beautifully said, and it's a wonderful way to end today's episode. Guys, if you want to support the show, if you are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. That helps us a lot. If you are here on YouTube, again, subscribe to the channel, share this channel with friends and family so we can make an even greater impact. And remember, stay tuned for the next week's episode. And no matter what divides us, what unites us is far greater. All right, Xena, wonderful to have you here. And now it's time for that typical, oh yeah. Are you ready? Let's do it. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Check out our YouTube channel, Learn English with TV series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw, yeah.